Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories and if you do love a Reddit story, why not? Just why not? <laughs> Consider hitting the like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from Sugarcube645, who asks, Am I the asshole for refusing to stop seeing my daughter over her sister? I, 56 female, and my husband, Kurt, 59 male, have two daughters. Ruth, 32, and June, 30. Eight years ago, Ruth split up with her college boyfriend, Adam, 32. They'd been together since she was 20 or 21, and it was as serious as a college relationship could be. About five years ago, June announced that, that she reconnected with Adam and at some alumni get-together. They'd all gone to the same university, and they were now dating. Of course, Kurt and I were shocked she would do this despite her sister's history with him. But she insisted that they were in love and she can't help that, and that Ruth and Adam hadn't been together in years, so she hasn't done anything wrong. Ruth understandably was enraged over it. She said she was done with June and she would never see her again. This broke me. It was so close growing up and I prayed every day they'd reconcile but I accepted they are adults who can make their own choices and we have no say. Kurt and I were also very disappointed with June and told her off many times, but after she proved that there was never any cheating involved while Ruth and Adam were together, things between us settled down. Out of respect for Ruth's feelings, we never brought the girls together again. Ruth and June visit us separately and still aren't on speaking terms after five years, but we maintained our relationships. Now June and Adam are married. Ruth has also moved on with a lovely boy. Coincidentally, both girls are expecting their first child. Ruth's due date is a little later. I can't put into words how excited we are to be grandparents and adore both these children. I've been supportive and as involved with both our daughters' pregnancies as they want. However, last week Ruth drops a bomb on us. She said that if we ever see June again or her baby, she won't allow us in her child's life. This shattered me. It's kept me up every night. The thought of either of my grandchildren being deprived of loving grandparents is agonizing. I know Ruth was deeply hurt by June's actions, but I don't know if we should be punished just for not cutting our kid off. How can any parent even consider disowning a child? We begged her to reconsider and said our love for both of them isn't conditional and we can't just stop loving one, but she's adamant. I don't want to accept Ruth's terms as it seems like no matter what we decide, we're going to lose a daughter and grandchild. So I'd rather it not happen because we outright chose it. But I also don't want Ruth to believe we're dropper in favor of June because again, the thought crushes me. Would I be the arsehole if I don't comply with Ruth's ultimatum? Now, we've seen these stories time and time again where a sibling dates their siblings, you know, ex, and it never ends well. 
And whilst I've seen in the comments of those particular stories as well, it does happen and people move on with their lives. I think everyone is different in how they're going to deal with a situation like this. Some people might be able to deal with it and other people not. I personally don't think I'd be able to cope very well, say, if, you know, one of my brothers got with one of my exes like that. I think it would be, I think it'd be extremely hard to deal with. And it might raise questions in your head about have they always thought about each other this way, etc, etc. And I'm just trying to think of the reasons that, you know, like why after like five years of holding on to this and now using like a baby as leverage. And I say why and the reasons obviously why we can read it here that <laughs> that she wants to get back and punish her sister and possibly even OP. I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm just throwing ideas out here. I'm just thinking that maybe, you know, Ruth rightly or wrongly is looking at her mum and thinking she sided with a daughter who betrayed her because we covered a story a little while back about this kind of situation the the sibling was dating the ex of the other the sibling who was betrayed then went no contact for x amount of years and the family was basically saying to opie in that story you know you gotta move on with your life it's been years why hold on to this resentment and it turned out that opie then said you know, I felt betrayed by these people around me. These were the people that I trusted the most. And then, you know, my sister, who I loved probably the most in the world, betrayed me and went behind my back and went with my ex. And I can't move past that. However, whilst I understand and I totally get the pain and hurt that, that Ruth is feeling, I don't think this ultimatum is a great choice. It's only going to cause more resentment from somewhere else, more pain from somewhere else. Yes, you don't have to talk to the sister. You don't have to have anything to do with the sister, the grandchild, Adam, any, any of that sort of stuff. But for me, and if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want to be the cause of, you know, a grandchild, uh, an innocent child being deprived of a, a loving grandparent like that. But Jenkins Burns says, not the arsehole. She's just making a final bid for control and using the baby as leverage. What happened to Ruth sucks, but she shouldn't be trying to take out her feelings on you guys who sound like loving parents. Tell her that you don't like the ultimatum and leave the door open should she change her mind. Jorba Rip says not the asshole. Tell Ruth that you will never turn your back on any of your children and that she is making the choice to not be a part of your life. Let her know that the door is always open and as much as it hurts, continue to send cards, Christmas and birthday presents to your grandchild. She will most likely come around, but even if she doesn't, you will know that you kept the best lines of communication open while respecting her boundaries. OP replies that saying, I probably sound crazy, but thinking of this almost breaks my heart most of all. I know a few people who have been denied access to their grandkids who do this. The thought of sending gifts, cards, money, photos, etc. that will all end up in some dusty box in an attic somewhere that our grandchild may never see absolutely kills me. They never know how much we love them and yearn for them. I wondered if Ruth would just throw everything away and there wouldn't even be any proof that we sent them or cared at all. If she asked us to stop sending them, we'd have to comply, but even if we get to shower June's child with love, I can never not think of the fact that we can't do the same for Ruth's. Be more curious as not the arsehole, so Ruth dated someone from 21 to 24 and June dated the same guy about 3 years later when Ruth was 27. Is it awkward? Yes. The best idea? No. But they managed to love each other enough to have a kid and get married. Ruth can make the choice she wants, but she's cutting herself off from the family. Not you for wanting a relationship with your daughters. Was Ruth's breakup over some big drama or just realized they weren't a match? 
Mfruitfly says, so you aren't an arsehole, but after reading all these comments, I don't think Ruth is either. Everyone has different take on exes, but I can't imagine ever dating an ex of my sister. And I mean any ex at all, no matter how long ago or short time they dated. June and Adam actively sought out a relationship, both knowing the history with Ruth. That's weird. It's not really that hard to not fall in love with your sister's ex or your ex's sister. And I have a feeling there are more dynamics at play if both of them allow this relationship in the first place. For example, I don't know a decent man who would feel comfortable being the reason an entire family was fractured. You did a good job of keeping them separate, but the reality is Ruth feels that June committed a huge betrayal and you agreed with that and has suffered zero consequence for it. She got the guy, now the kid, and you're all just as active and accommodating in her life as you was before. Now that Ruth is having the child, she probably is looking at the lens of having this estranged sister and always keeping things separate, etc. June is also having a child, which feels very final. This man and her sister will always be together, meaning she will always have to deal with this betrayal and there is no way back. I'm not saying that to say you should cut June off, because I don't think you should. I just appreciate the deep pain Ruth has been through and, and by just putting up a divider between the two of them and hoping time would fix things, Ruth just sat in that pain. I honestly don't think you have a way forward with both families, but I see in the comments you have spoken to June and have talked to Adam before and your tone is that he is a great guy. And so to me, I think you should think long and hard about how Ruth might just be vocalizing what you have already done, which has picked June over her already. And even if you feel you haven't done that, the reality is Ruth doesn't want to live like this anymore. So just decline a request to cut off June. Tell her you will always be there for her and grieve. I can't help but point out that neither Ruth nor you started this. The only people who came out with zero wounds are the two people who actually create this conflict in the first place. And the final comment from NKP who says, I am truly baffled by the people saying June isn't the asshole because nobody owns an ex. I cannot imagine having to sit across the table from a man I'd envisioned a future with while he is married to my sister, who didn't even give me the courtesy of chatting with me before pursuing him. I don't think Ruth's ultimatum is fair, but I understand it completely. Everyone sucks here. So OP then edits the post and then has a full update afterwards. So the edit says, ETA, thank you to everyone for commiserating with the situation. I wish I could say it's helped me feel better, but right now it feels like nothing ever will. One of my babies hates the other. It broke me, but I accepted it. Now I'm faced with losing one of them no matter what. Entirely too many comments to respond to individually, so I just wanted to answer some of the most common questions here. Why did Ruth and Adam split up? Ruth left Adam because it just wasn't working. He was immature and said and did things that irritated her. Mostly lots of minor things added up. She said there was never any abuse nor cheating, but it was the right decision for herself. He was a nice enough boy, but he definitely had some growing up to do at the time. I did feel very badly for Ruth because she had invested a good few years into the relationship for someone so young, but agreed it was the right decision. Did we ever support Ruth? Ruth stayed with us for a few months when it first happened. Not just because of this, there were other reasons and we were there for her and comforted her the whole time. Because she was so angry, we'd asked June to not visit until she left. We still talked to her and met her a couple of times in public places. We made it known that this hurt her sister and we were disappointed she didn't think of this. June understood and agreed with us supporting Ruth. She expressed sadness over losing her sister, but we clearly told her it was Ruth's decision to cut her off. Whether one thinks June did nothing wrong or not, 
it's untrue to say there were never any consequences for this. She's sad to this day that she's lost her sister and though she has to accept and live with Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Did June ever apologize to Ruth? Both girls have confirmed that June reached out a few times over the years to apologize. No one put her up to it. Ruth didn't forgive her and she's well within her rights not to. We understand no one could or should make her accept the apology. Why don't we just cut off Adam? He's June's husband and the father of our second grandchild. They're a package deal now. Once we cut him off, we risk losing June and our grandchild anyway, which is the same as what I'm trying to prevent with Ruth. Some commenters say that in letting June stay in our lives after this, I already chose her and asked why I didn't cut her off from the start. I'm baffled that anyone would suggest that I could just disown a child so easily like she was never ours. Not disowning June doesn't mean I chose to be her mother over Ruth. I never abandoned Ruth and never will. Ruth has thanked us for our support in the past. She said she was fine with how we arranged things for the last five years, as long as she never had to see June. She was happy seeing us and everything was normal between us. It's only now that she wants us to disown June. Some say she should have cut us off years ago for still loving June. She said many times her goal isn't to cut us off. She loves us and wants us to be involved with her child, but that she can't stand June or her baby getting the same love and care from us because she thinks she doesn't deserve it. I want to add that if Adam had ever abused or cheated on Ruth, we certainly would have gone no contact or at least low contact with them. But that's not what happened and both girls used to repeatedly tell us that what happened between them had nothing to do with us. So yes, I did keep my relationship with both daughters. I don't regret it because as heartbreaking as this is, willingly cutting off either of them outside of the circumstances I mentioned is unfathomable to me or their father. Thank you again to everyone for their good wishes and for suggesting family therapy. I will try to bring it up with Ruth and my husband. We suggested it when things initially happened, but dropped it when she said no. Now, the update. Hello again. Thank you for all the support and advice on my first post. A lot has happened, so I think I should provide an update. We followed the advice and told Ruth that if she decided to go no contact, we would comply, but we would never willingly cut off either of them. We again begged her to reconsider and reiterated that we were willing to go do family therapy that we would do all we could to keep her and June apart, anything to make it work. She said she still wasn't happy June and her baby would stay in our lives, but she would think about it. Kurt and I also looked into opening an account for Ruth's child, but didn't go through with it yet in hopes that things could turn around. Days went by, we didn't hear back from Ruth. It was agony. Then we get a call from June. She'd gotten wind of 
what was happening. She drove through Ruth herself. No one put her up to this. She was just determined. She was prepared for Ruth to kick her out anyway. Once she was there, she apologized again and begged her not to do this. She said she could accept Ruth wanting nothing to do with her, but not to punish us because of it, especially since they both knew that cutting us off would cost her child loving grandparents. Shockingly, Ruth didn't kick her out. She let her in and they both had a long, tearful argument and fight. They even hugged a few times. I'm foggy on details, but I suspect pregnancy hormones played a huge role here. I can't tell you how panicked I was hearing this story because it could have been so risky for them both. They haven't exactly made up and Ruth didn't forgive June, but she admitted to her that her husband, Owen, has actually been trying to convince her to go to couples counseling and individual therapy as well. Apparently, since Ruth's pregnancy, some troubling qualities that he was able to manage previously were exasperated. She was becoming controlling and paranoid and he was pleading with her to get help so they could be in a good place once the baby was born. June's visit was the final straw and Ruth broke down and agreed. Ruth called us later. She corroborated June's story and accepted our therapy offer. She still has one condition. She wants Owen there if June has to attend any sessions and she doesn't want Adam present at all. We all agreed. The first session is in a few days. I can barely keep it together that I see both my babies in the same room for the first time in forever. It's been so stressful. I can finally see some light. I haven't lost my daughters. Kurt and I are going to put everything into keeping our family together. I'm not going to be naive and assume everything will be fine now, but I'm hopeful. I want to thank everyone again for all the comfort and help. To those who sent kind DMs sharing their similar situations, I truly appreciate you. As for those who sent messages calling one or both of my daughters whores and hoping that they lose their unborn babies, oh god, I can only hope nothing abhorrent in your lives is driving you to be so miserable as to wish such terrible things on a stranger. Absolutely. I do wonder what goes through these people's minds when they, I know lots of people looking for attention in the comments when they make certain comments, but to go into someone's DMs and, and wish this kind of shit, oh man. And I think regardless of the situation here, I'm, I'm glad that, that things are moving in a fairly positive direction for this family. And I really hope they continue to do so. And there's a comment below this one about, about how the parents in this particular story done sort of the best they could given circumstances, really. And then they said, like, unlike this gem, and they shared another story which seemed to have, which was a similar theme, but the parents obviously are not going to handle it well. So I thought we'd jump straight into that one to finish us off here today. So it's from Mummy in the Mud, who says, would I be the arsehole if I go to my younger daughter's wedding? My younger daughter, Haley, 28 female, is marrying my older daughter, Jennifer's 30 female ex's fiance, Sam. Jennifer is mad at me because I'm going to Haley's wedding. She says that, I'm condoning her bad sister's behavior as always, but that's simply not true. When the wedding was called off and we found out that it was because Sam and Haley were dating, I called Haley immediately and asked her to rethink the relationship, not only for her sister's sake, but also because if he could do it once, he could do it twice, and I didn't want her to get hurt. She reassured me that that wasn't the case, that they were meant for each other and had known this for a long time, so I left it at that. I spoke to Sam too. He apologized for any hurt he may cause, but said that it wouldn't be fair to marry Jennifer when deep in his heart he knew he was in love with Haley. 
They've officially been dating for a little over a year now and they seem truly happy and in love. My husband is supporting Jennifer. He's disgusted with the whole situation and doesn't want anything to do with it. At one point, he announced that he wouldn't be giving Sam his blessing or walking Haley down the aisle. I don't like what this household has become. This is the first Christmas we haven't spent together as a whole family. I don't like the situation any more than my husband or Jennifer does, but they don't understand that ignoring the reality of it doesn't make it go away. When he said that he wasn't walking Haley down the aisle, she was devastated. I asked my husband if he was willing to risk his relationship with Haley by not walking her down the aisle. Jennifer accused me of trying to twist him to my side. I told Jennifer it's not about sides, it's about learning how to forgive. I told her that it's been over a year now since her and Sam broke up and she's been bitterly jumping from relationship to relationship because she's so focused on Haley and Sam and that if she never learns to forgive them, she'll never be at peace. She says that I don't understand that Haley purposely stole Sam from her and that she'd been doing this since they were kids and I never noticed. I told her that she should have told me then. She said that I should have been paying closer attention and noticed it. I told her that she had to learn to let go of certain things in the past in order to move forward and that if Haley did seal Sam, as she claimed, then Haley did her a favor. She didn't want to hear that, but it needed to be said. I offered to put her on a three-way call with Haley, but she declined. Then she gave me an ultimatum. She said if I go to the wedding, it means Haley was my favorite child all along and that she'll never speak to me again. I told her that I'm going to the wedding, just as I would have gone to hers if she was in that situation. She said okay and hung up. Later, my husband called me from work, telling me she called him crying. Edit. I wanted to answer some questions here. Question, were Sam and Haley having an affair or did they start the date after the wedding was called off? The answer is I'm not really sure. I never asked for details and I'm not sure I really want to know either. From what I've been told, Sam came to Jennifer and told her that he couldn't marry her because he was in love with Haley. Next question says, when I spoke to Haley, why didn't I tell her she was wrong? The answer was because if she doesn't feel like she's wrong at the age of 28, then nothing I will say will convince her otherwise. We've all known what it's like to be in love with someone that people we care about don't like. And how did that turn out? Despite warnings, We had to see it through to the end and suffer the consequences. Because I loved her, I still warned her, but it's up to her to make the decision for herself now. Question, why am I supporting Sam and Haley's relationship despite the hurt it causes Jennifer? The answer is, I'm not supporting the relationship. I'm supporting Haley, not because of what she did, but because of who she is. It's my daughter, and no matter how much I disagree with her or Jennifer's actions, I carried both of them inside me, and my love for both of them is unconditional. I supported and comforted Jenna to the best of my ability, and I'll be there to do so until the day I die. That goes for Haley as well. And the comments pretty much exploded with you're the assholes below this one. The sister knew she was going to break her sister's heart, and went ahead and did it anyway, and a year later after doing so is getting married to this man. People saying there was clearly, you know, cheating going on here. But I'm going to turn this one straight to you guys. What do you guys make of that situation as well? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for being involved and just being incredible. You're amazing. Don't forget that. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my 
Lays, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh, jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello. Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 